This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I am your host, Gianna. And uh, today, I always say I love having Canadians on the show. They're so fun. And Jason has already given me so much hell, and I'm here for it. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay. How, uh, how are your eyebrows doing? From uh, You had a little incident there the other no, day? Yeah, that was uh, that was the first episode of the day. I was like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm so sorry. I caught on fire. I had to cancel 25 podcasts and take a few days off because uh, we're usually cranking out six to eight episodes a day. So lots of content to look forward to. Uh, this time, I'm only just... I'm back just a little crispier. My eyebrows, I lost all my eyelashes, so I got some fake ones. And yeah, my eyebrows in Widow's Peak. Oh, man. Poor thing. Honestly, I couldn't, I would have never noticed you look fabulous. So um, yeah, but quite the story you had to tell. Thanks. I'm the kind of person that likes to call myself out on mistakes before anybody else can. And I don't know if this is a mistake, more like an accident, but I'll call myself out on a, on a tough haircut and some. Some short eyebrows before anybody else does but yeah the camera it does me pretty good it's it's impressive though like that you literally had nothing that was like a permanent injury from what happened so anyways be careful when you're dealing with propane fireplaces is that what you were dealing with like yeah a natural gas fireplace so i will say i will not be volunteering to be the cook at any grill outs anytime soon um but you know time heals all and maybe I'll be able to to roast a s'more by next summer. But for a while, we're staying away. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason, enough about me and my burns. Let's talk about you, your past. Uh, who are you? How'd you get into real estate? Give us your story. All right. Well, I'm Jason Smart. I started in the industry November 2015. Mm -hmm. Maybe a different journey than some, but I came into the industry after 11 years in the financial industry. I was a bank manager at 22, you know, did everything that your parents tell you to do, right? Get a good job, get a, you know, all the, the pension lined up and everything else and realized that I was miserable. I was not happy doing that. I felt like for myself, I was settling and I wasn't being the true entrepreneur that I was. Um, I decided to leave banking and uh, went and started in, in real estate consulting, believe it or not. I had a, a friend at the time who ran a, a successful real estate uh, marketing company. And so I learned a lot about what worked well for, for realtors. And then I decided, you know what, I need to leap in and I need to build my own business because I really believed I could build something great. And so I started my production November 2015, was very, very motivated. Unfortunately, I was at a rock bottom at that point financially. I'd been through a divorce, which can be you know, difficult financially on a guy. And, uh, and yeah, I came in with a lot of motivation. We did 135 home sales our first year. My goal was to build a business and exit production within five years to build a coaching company which would be the pension plan for the people that I work with. I was able to successfully do that after three and a half years in the business, run a, a real estate team that does, you know, just shy of 350 sales a year. Um, our per agent production between 35 and 37 transactions a year. So we're really proud of the, the numbers that we put on. 
And uh, as you can imagine, it's been a lot of fun transitioning my real estate business from a traditional brokerage like Remax to uh, the brokerage that we chose a few years ago with EXP because it's allowed me to really enhance what I can do for the people that, that I care about, which are the people I work with. Absolutely. I love that. And so Jason, you know, you got into real estate, um, you know, have found a lot of success doing that because obviously um, as an icon agent, you're not doing too bad. So Jason, you know, why did you choose to come over to EXP? Was it your first brokerage? Did you, were you introduced to it? Were you skeptical of it? Give me that background. Give me that story on how you, you came across it. Yeah, so um, I started off at Remax. That was the first brokerage that I hung my license at. Uh, it was number one in our marketplace. And for me, I wanted if I wanted to be the best, I wanted to compete with the best. So yeah, basically I started at Remax, ran a traditional real estate business there, built a team, um, realized that there were some gaps to running in a traditional model if you're running a team. And so I started kind of exploring other options. And it was kind of a 14-month due diligence process. I pretty much looked at every traditional franchise model, looked at Remax, Coldwell Banker, Keller Williams. And then I started realizing that I just couldn't fathom investing in what I felt like was a video store at the time. Yeah. And so I started looking at other models and the one model that I'd kind of like shied away from because, you know, my broker at the time really put down EXP. So I started drinking a lot of that Kool-Aid was, was EXP. So when I looked at EXP with an open mind, I was like, holy crap, this is the future of real estate. Like it literally made sense to me. And I was like, wow, this is like the future. I missed out on a lot of things. I missed out on Amazon. I missed out on Netflix as right. an investor. But I was like, I'm not going to miss out on this one. So it wasn't a decision I was going to make on my own because I, I do run a team and I treat everybody like my business partner. So it was a business decision we would make together. My team had already been kind of nipping at me and being like, hey, we got to do something else. Like we're not getting any value from, from being at Remax. No offense to anybody at Remax, but it just for us, like, it wasn't doing anything. We had our own brand, our own systems that we had built. And so when I proposed EXP and I got them to really understand it, we had a vote around the table and it was unanimous. Everybody was like, we want to do this. Every single person was like on board, ready and engaged. Like, oh my God, thank you. And so we made the, the shift to EXP just under three years ago now. Okay, awesome. Well, welcome aboard. That's super exciting. And, uh, you know, like you said, when you're first approached about EXP, you know, kind of hesitant about it. Hey, don't drink the Kool-Aid, whatever. Because, I mean, you think about it at a mall kiosk, right? You're walking, you just need to get to the store. You need one thing on your mind. And these people are coming out and they're trying to sell you stuff. They're just doing their job, uh, but you're defensive, right? You're like, hey, don't don't talk. Like, no, I don't, I don't need a hair straightener. I've, I've got a buzz cut. I'm a guy. Like, just stuff like that. Stuff you don't need. And so um, when you think about those defense mechanisms people use when they feel like they're trying to be sold something, you understand uh, but then once you're able to, you know, get them to open their eyes a little bit, that you're not trying to sell them, you're not exclusively trying to recruit them. I mean, you just you just want to show this model because you like the number one thing I hear on this show is I wish I would have done it sooner. You know, I wish I would have found out about this model sooner. I wish I would have uh, opened my eyes to it and actually sat down and heard and listened and asked questions about it because I would have made that move sooner. And so uh, understanding where you where y'all are at, being defensive towards it. But at the same time, uh, when it comes to your livelihood and leaving a lot of cash on the table when it comes to capping, this is definitely something to open your ears and eyes to. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, it's, it's such a no-brainer. The problem is, as humans, is like as soon as we feel like somebody's like pitching us something, and I, I'm guilty of this myself, we put up walls. 
Yeah. Even though it may be the absolute best thing for us, we put up walls. So for me, I had to sell myself on the opportunity. Nobody else could do that. I had to have an open mind to looking at it. And what I've realized is that if people don't have an open mind, don't even bother having a conversation around it. It's just like, yep. you have to have an open mind. When they do have an open mind and they look at it, it's it's really fun to see the light bulb go off for people, you know, because once they see it, they can't unsee it. And you will not be able to show me a more viable model because I've, trust me, I've looked, I've had this conversations hundreds of times with people like there is not a more viable real estate model to build um, your business into an asset with. And for me, I can never compete head to head with what EXP had built, even if I'd spent millions of dollars trying to do that, which honestly wouldn't have made any sense. Mm -hmm. I still would be way further behind. So for me, I was like, you know what, this is the model we're going to build our future on and transition. And it was just like, literally like everybody else is like, oh man, I wish I hadn't been so stubborn and drinking somebody else's Kool-Aid. And you have to keep in mind, right? Franchise owners, you know, they have a vested interest in making sure you stay there because you are their profit center. You make that money. So of course, I would probably not go to a Ford dealer and ask them about Tesla. They probably wouldn't give me very good advice when it came to Tesla, right? So asking your broker owner about EXP is probably not the smartest move that you could make because ultimately, what are they going to say, right? You're their profit center. They're not going to literally talk you out of staying there because they're losing money. So um, once you realize that and you start doing your own independent investigations, you realize like, wow, there's a lot of opportunity out there with a model like this. And oh, I'm yeah. so grateful I've capitalized on it. Oh my God. It's like not only changed my life, but my business partner's lives, what we've been able to do with this model. And we're just getting going too, which is the exciting part. And Jason, that was my next question. Like uh, when when coming over to EXP, uh, you know, you see all these great things, but now that you're here, what's something that you absolutely love about it? And maybe you didn't expect that first. Well, like the icon program made sense to me. I was like, cool, instead of getting a, a trophy, now I get a cool trophy, but I get $16,000 worth of stock every single year for just doing what I was doing. So immediately to me, that was a cool benefit. The second immediate benefit was that for me being a mega team, I could offer a quarter cap split to all my agents. So what they saw was an immediate 70% reduction in the fees they paid to a brokerage every month, every year. That was huge. But what I didn't expect was the stock program that eXp has. Like I, I, I did it immediately. I was like, well, it's a no brainer. I get a 10% discount on any stock that I buy off my commission check. So cool. I'll do that. But what I didn't expect is that the stock would go up like 1100% during the pandemic. And because I, I do a lot of volume as a team, that literally meant that I was able to make a half million dollar profit just on EXP stock that mm -hmm. I took off the table and I've invested in other assets, but I continue to buy the stock and dollar cost average. And so that was an incredible benefit. And then the last like really pleasant surprise when I came over, believe it or not, agent attraction was not a thing for me at all. Like I, I was like, no, I'm not going to be. And doing it never that. has to be a thing, right? It like, never not, has to be a thing. Like, honestly, they'll never talk to you about it if you're not interested in doing that. And I was like, no, I'm building my coaching company and I just put my blinders on. But what I started realizing is like this model is exactly the kind of model that the students that I'm coaching really need in their businesses to like diversify income and build viability. And so what's happened over the course of really two years now we've literally built a very healthy six figure passive income. That's going to exceed almost 450,000 in year two um, that I'm able to use as a pension plan to fund for all the staff members and agents, of my team. And we're growing that at a rate where I really believe in the next two years, Gianna, that I will be able to have a seven figure passive income that I can literally make impact in the lives of the people that I work with. 
And yeah. so that was a really neat thing. But yeah, a lot of people are get told, oh, recruiting is bad. Well, I agree. Recruiting, if you're just randomly calling people is bad. But agent attraction makes a lot of sense, right? Because you can change a lot of people's lives. So once you get that and you understand that that's what brokerages are in the business of doing, like that's what bro- your broker owner is doing. They're recruiting agents. Once you understand that you don't need a middleman, you can build your own modern model. You can really turn this business into an asset. So that clicked for me, but it took a year. Honestly, it was not an important factor for me at all when I made the decision to come over. Right. And like, you know, it could be intimidating to people, but at the same time, um, I talk to icons that are like, yeah, my downline literally pays for my beach house every month. I'm like, geez. Or, you know, I've met people that make seven to $8,000 a month just off of their downline, you know, and that's setting aside a little bit of time um, to just talk to people about the model. People are out there, they're, they're real estate agents that don't even know about it, or they just hear false things because they go to their broker about it. And, uh, you know, there's, there's opportunity out there for sure when it comes to building that downline, but it's not, it's not mandatory. It's not mandatory, but here's the thing. You get to build your own modern real estate brokerage with this platform and it has four income line opportunities versus just being limited to one, mm-hmm. right? With you obviously get your commission income, you get stock, you can earn dividends on that stock because they pay a dividend now, which is incredible. And then you've got the revenue share model. So if you want to build an exit strategy for yourself, you can. And what's so fun is like the conversations and the networks that I've built are invaluable, not only from like a referral network of of referral deals, but also just like, you know, the investment capital that we're able to build together, having a killer power network. And then the passive income is incredible. Like it would blow your mind. I mean, last month it was over uh, just under $52,000 for one month. Crazy. Consistently month over month, it's like 30, 35, 37,000 now after just two years. So I thought about that the other day. I was like, I would need literally 7 million liquid in an investment fund generating a 5% return to make $30,000 a month in in passive income. I've been able to build that using this model in two years. Absolutely. No, that's super cool. And like, it's just an opportunity, uh, like that entrepreneurial mindset that's going into it. And Jason, obviously you're busy, you know, you've got that coaching program, you're working with all these different amenities is what I like to call it amenities with EXP. Um, cause you get to choose which path you want to take with it. So you're working on getting multiple streams of income coming your way, um, passive income, whatever it is. So how do you take care of yourself? How do you, uh, draw those boundaries and separate everything to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, your family and everything else, chasing a work-life balance in a career that feels like you could be on 24 seven. Well, that's a good question. So the first three and a half years, I had no balance, right? I worked seven days a week. I was just a, a maniac really building this, but you know, the plan was to exit production. And so since I've exited production three years ago, I have a, a policy, right? Where if it's not in my calendar, it never happens. So everything is scheduled in my calendar. Yep. I go to the gym, 6.30, I'm there with my trainer four days a week. I have built-in time to do my my HIIT training. So fitness is like a big priority in my life that I've made a standard. Um, family time, so like, you know, I, I end my, my work days 5 o'clock most days. Some days I'll go to 5.30, but Monday to Friday, I take my weekends so I can be involved in my kids' sports and activities. Um, my family is, is, is a priority, and so I've sort of reversed everything. I build my family time. My personal time, you know, I play dodgeball. I like to golf every once in a while. So I build all that in my schedule and then I build my business around it. And because I've leveraged properly and because of the fact that this model allows multiple streams of income, it has allowed me time freedom and I get to choose where I invest my time. My big thing is I'm invested in the people that believed in me to help me build my traditional business. So I'm really working hard to help 
give them financial freedom and choice in the future. So um, couldn't do it on a traditional model, not to the extent that I'm doing it now. Right. It really like, and honestly, I did it. Like, trust me, I know I've seen it. I've seen the impact that this model has been able to give me. And it's just, it's not a competitive playing field versus what I had before. This has just enhanced things and allowed me to do things that I never honestly dreamed possible for, for people in a much shorter time frame. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, just making sure that you've got that work-life balance in it too, so that you can be recharged and focused on your goals. Um, whether that be, you know, building your coaching company or building your team, or there's so much that you could do with EXP. The, the opportunities are pretty much endless, but once you're on burnout mode, I mean, you're pretty much, I don't want to say worthless, but just about, you know, you don't want to get out of bed. You're exhausted. It's, it's tough. Burnout is tough. So Working hard to avoid that, knowing what recharges you and where your goals lie are really important, especially when taking on um, a monster like iconing, building a team, passive income, whatever that is. Totally. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So it's one of the things that I always teach my students, my EXP partners is the importance of like personal time, family time, relationships, then build your business around it. Like an appointment with your spouse every week, like you should go on a date with your spouse at least once a week. You should definitely work on your temple. Like if you don't have health, you can have all the wealth in the world and it means nothing, Mm. right? Like your health is everything. So really looking after yourself and then, you know, you can work 24 seven in this business and literally just work nonstop. But what's the point? If you build up wealth, but you have no time freedom to enjoy it, was it worth it? You know, and and I'll tell you, it isn't worth it. If you can't enjoy the wealth that you're building and you can't build quality relationships around you, it's not worth it. Anybody that tells you that it is, is lying straight to their teeth. Absolutely. You're, you're right. And um, Jason, you know, we talked a lot about some of the really cool benefits of eXp, but let's talk about, you know, iconing. That's why you're here. You're an icon agent, top 2% of the company, which is incredible. And so just for your market area, you know, what's that average price point look like for you and about how many transactions does it take for you to cap um, in your market? So um, our average price point, I mean, it grew quite a bit during the pandemic. I assume we'll probably see it come down a little bit, but it's probably in the eight, nine hundred thousand mark now in our marketplace. When I started, though, six and a half years ago, it was probably four fifty, five hundred thousand. Um, but for me, because I run an established system and team, I usually cap on my first month. So um, I usually am icon by month number two. It happens pretty quickly um, because my cap reset date every year is in August. So, I mean, the blessing there is that I know that there's $16,000 worth of stock that is going to come to me and be awarded to me at different phases throughout that year that I'm putting towards a retirement plan or towards university for my kids. I have four kids mm-hmm. and I want to be able to make sure that I give them the best opportunities. So it's neat to know that every year I've got the stock accumulating and I'm really like very bullish on, on EXP long-term because I just really think that this model is going to transform the industry in a really positive way. And, you know, I'm just excited to see where we can go five years from now, 10 years from now with the company and, and the growth. So, um, you know, a lot of that stock that I took out early when the pandemic hit and the, the prices went way up, um, I'm, I'm dollar cost averaging and I'm investing now for the long haul. So, yeah, it's 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 life changing. I mean, it, for most people, the idea of having sixteen thousand of stock, which pays a dividend, which has growth, a lot of growth upside, um, may not seem like a lot, but if you compound that over a twenty-five year career in real estate, you should be a millionaire with that. Absolutely. You should be a millionaire just with that alone. If you do nothing else, just sell houses mm-hmm. and just be an icon agent, 
versus getting those trophies that are literally going to be meaningless to you after 25 years at your brokerage, you'll literally be a millionaire just from that alone. Right. No, absolutely. And uh, taking advantage of those stocks and other options that um, we'll talk a little more about here in about two questions. Uh, but the next one's going to be, you know, to be an icon agent, Jason, it takes more than just production. You've got to have that cultural commitment. So a mentor, you've got to teach an EXP world or, um, you know, vet other icons. There's a lot of options to uh, take with that route. But which one do you do for your cultural commitment? I enjoy going into EXP world and just putting on some training. Yeah. Right. Being a coach, that's kind of what I do. I, I, I love to teach agents how to build viable businesses. So yeah, I basically will go into uh, EXP world and, and give back. So I've got a talk coming up on how to build a proper business plan and how to have the, the right marketing pillars in your business, how to have the right measurable activities that keep you focused on the things you can control. So that's something I'll be talking about upcoming um, you know, another one I'll probably do later this year is like how to basically build a, a business plan for the upcoming volatility and shift we're about to go through, right? How to be really well prepared and how to dominate and thrive when everybody else is pulling back and panicking. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, those are some of the topics that I'll, I'll be covering, but yeah, it's really neat to give back. So that's Absolutely. to answer your question in a short answer. I like to give back in EXP world. Well, Jason, if you ever want to do a spinoff episode on that, let me know uh, to kind of tease some of the classes that you'll be putting out there in EXP world, almost like a trailer, if you will, see if uh, we can get some more people rounded up for you. And uh, Jason, what's your favorite part about being an icon? I mean, you get that nice, big, shiny glass trophy. You have the opportunity to earn your cap back in stock, attend EXP con shareholders. Uh, I mean, the reputation it gives you, easy to catch referrals that way. So what makes you say, man, I got to keep iconing? You know, honestly, I don't even think about it because it's just kind of something that that I've been doing in my career. Um, but I guess now that you're making me think about it, I guess it's kind of neat to know that um, I've achieved the level that, you know, like you said, two two percent of the company uh, achieved. So that's kind of neat. When I go to a conference, getting two thousand dollars worth of company stock, you know, to go to those EXP shareholder conferences doesn't suck either. Right. It definitely makes puts a dent in some of the expenses of going. Um, but I've never actually sat back and thought about it until right wow. now. So um, it, it, I guess I, I feel it's an honor, but I'm not one that's motivated by trophies or titles or status. It's not a motivator for me, but I think it's 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 definitely an, a nice perk for sure. Like, well, I mean, that's I'm a completely different answer than I usually get. Everybody's like, the stocks, which, hello, obviously, who doesn't like a little bit more money? But I, I like your answer, Jason. There's a lot of benefits to it. And um, my next question would be um, kind of coming from like a mentor perspective and, uh, you know, somebody that's that's good at walking newbies through this world. And it's about iconing for your first year with EXP, whether you're a rookie coming from other brokerages, whatever that is, is iconing possible in the first year? It's a huge goal to have. How do they break that down kind of backwards and um, work that problem? What are some mistakes to avoid? Is it even possible? Yeah, I mean, a common mistake that new agents have is they have shiny object syndrome. So they're trying to find 20 different ways to build their business. And that's just not possible. So I always say start with a one page plan, pick three marketing pillars in your business plan that are going to be the areas you drive your business from. For me, it was internet leads. So Google, yeah. Bing AdWords, Facebook, those were big. Second was going to be able to build like a killer referral network and really build systems around that. And then the third one was be, be building mindshare and becoming omnipresent through social media, You're really utilizing that to build authority in your marketplace. 
And so knowing that those were my three pillars in my business plan, it stopped me from worrying about, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? If it's not in my three pillars, I didn't invest in it. And if it was, then I made sure to put the appropriate budget necessary to give myself consistent lead generation and opportunities. I made sure to create then a skill training plan. So I knew exactly what skills I wanted to work on. And then the main thing, which is something that I think people really need is a daily measurable activity plan that you can 100% control, that you can track and that you can measure. So you can control the number of phone calls you make in a day. You can control the number of texts, emails, video emails, the number of pieces of content that you post in a day, in a week. And what happens is, is when you start creating these measurable activity plans and you build them into your, your schedule, you, you build prospecting into what you do every day, there's a compound effect that happens. When I, if I do 300 prospecting sessions in a year, I'm going to do a lot better than you if you only did 50 prospecting sessions in a year. It's going to be not even close, right? So for me, I was laser focused on having 20 real estate conversations a day in my first year. 20 real estate conversations. And if you can be disciplined and do that at least five days a week, you will absolutely become an icon agent in your first year, no doubt. Zero doubts that you will absolutely crush icon agent. And I've proven this over and over with people that I've coached and mentored. The question is, are you going to be able to be disciplined to even do half of that? Most people aren't willing to put in the work and that's why they don't achieve the level of success. But I have one guy who missed icon that's in our group. Um, and I just had a nice little kick in the ass. I was like, Mike, the reason you didn't hit icon is because you missed most of your prospecting sessions. So when we compounded over the course of the year, that's why you didn't hit it. So he just did $80,000 last month after two months, this little pep talk, he did $80,000 in one month. Why? Because he's doing the activities he wasn't before. And we created an accountability plan around it. That's the only change he made. He's just doing way more action, which is leading to more opportunities because that's just how this business is. It's an action orientated game. If I just sit back and do nothing, nothing will happen. But if I'm constantly putting out content, I'm constantly prospecting and working my database and I have a consistent lead flow coming in, good things happen. And especially when you start working your skills and in, in all of that as well, then you really start becoming more efficient and your conversion numbers improve. But it's as simple as I'm making that is as how simple it is to be successful. It's just the hard part is, is can you face the rejection daily? Can you push yourself on the days where you're like, I'm not on my A game? And I always say this, Gianna, your C game is always better than no game at all, right? You show up with your C game on the days. So like there's days where I go to the gym and I'm not on my A game, but I know that just getting through that workout and showing up is a huge win. And the compound effect of that will make more results and benefit than me showing up on my best days. And so on your worst days, can you show up and stay consistent? And if you can do that, I mean, everybody can be an icon agent if they just have that mindset. Absolutely. Jason, that's, that's a great, uh, you know, game plan. It's, it's tough. It takes, um, you know, a lot of energy and a lot of uh, personal discipline to have 20 conversations a day, especially real estate based. Uh, but I mean, think about the seeds you're planting for years down the line, right? Like, Hey, that, that guy was really passionate about real estate. Hey, that guy and I really made a connection. Who am I going to go to for my real estate agent when I am ready to buy, when I am ready to sell, even if that's not an immediate turnaround. 100%. 100%. And so agents always want to be hunters. They want a quick now business. But like, what about being a good farmer? Because you're going to need business six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. We have people in our database that have been literally we've been nurturing for five years that are now just transacting. Wow. So if you can build good systems and you can be consistent and make impact with people and then follow it up and not just be that person that showed up one time in a conversation, you're consistently bringing value. 
it's literally impossible for abundance to not create itself. Yeah. It's like the universe is designed where you literally, if you put out the effort consistently, that it's foolproof. I love that. You're it's going right. to throw adversity along the way and you're going to have things that happen personally and days that you feel down. But if you can push through that, it's literally impossible to fail. It's a compounding effect. Some people may take a year, two years, but I'll tell you right now, I've never met anybody who's been consistent with what I'm talking about that has not absolutely dominated in this business. And if you talk to anybody, and I'm sure you talk to a lot of them that has been very successful, they'll tell you a lot of the same things that I'm telling you. It's the compound effect of showing up on the days when you don't want to. Right. Those little goals, those small victories, they all matter. Every single one of them when um, approaching a, you know, a lifestyle and financial freedom that, that you desire. 100%. And Jason, uh, we kind of went over this earlier, but it's it's my last question. And it would be, you know, for people that are skeptical of coming over to EXP, what are some uh, words you'd have to say to them just to kind of make them take that jump? You know, they see the greener grass, but they hear things like it's a pyramid scheme. It's a cult. So we could keep this one short since we touched on it a little bit. But, um, yeah. you know, what would you what would you have to say to them? Well, first, like have an open mind and assume that 82,000 people aren't crazy first. Right. So look at it like and assume that there's something here. Once you look at it that way, then poke holes and ask questions. But if you assume that it's it's a pyramid scheme or you assume that it is what they're talking about, but you have no facts or logic to back that up, then you're just being ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Just literally be open and look at it with an open mind and assume that 82,000 people aren't crazy. Right. EXP runs a very profitable real estate program. You can go look at their financials on on. They're publicly traded on the NASDAQ. Take a look. We have zero debt. For us, compared to most of our competitors, it costs us 10 cents to their dollar to generate the same amount of revenue. Mm -hmm. We have no debt. We're sitting on 130 million cash. We're growing at a rate that's never been seen in real estate before. So at very least, understand the fundamentals of how EXP is built. And the reason why we can have a lucrative revenue share program and a stock program is because of the efficiency that the model brings. Right. Once you get that, then you start realizing, holy crap, there's actually something here. And as volatility happens in the marketplace, we're far better poised than our competitors who are sitting on a ton of debt and have very old, antiquated, and expensive models to run. There's a reason why people are enthusiastic because this is a company that treats us as a business partner as opposed to a, a profit center. Mm -hmm. When I was at Remax, it was very obvious that I was a profit center. It became very apparent to me, right? Remax store constantly selling me stuff. My trophy award that I would win every year, $150, I had to pay for it, right? Everything was you a- You had to pay for it? Yeah, everything was an upsell. Everything was a profit center. And it was like constantly geared around me being a profit center. It was very, very clear. Here, I feel like I'm a partner and I work with the brokerage and I get compensated based on the value that I get to bring other people. And because I bring a lot of value, I'm compensated from the brokerage generously for it, but it's all viable. It all makes sense. The math all adds up if you just go and take a look at it. So just don't be ignorant. Assume that 82,000 people are crazy and take a look at it and understand it. And at very least, once you understand it, you'll want to at least invest in the stock. That's right. right? If you can't let go of your ego and like whatever, and, and you're okay with like literally having a 25 year career at a brokerage and having nothing tangible to show for it other than dusty trophies. If you're cool with that, no problem. I'm happy for you. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong for doing that. I'm just going to tell you what you won't know is that you left literally millions on the table over the course of that time where you could have had an exit strategy in a retirement. So you don't have to be that 75, 80 year old realtor out there trying to sell houses. 
you could have retired and had a different lifestyle had you made different choices and been a partner in your brokerage as opposed to being a renter. And Jason, you know, it's uh, the stock right now is quote low. So now's a better time than ever to, if you want to dip your toes a little in the water. I'd be dropping serious money if uh, in that stock right now. I mean, I'm dollar cost averaging, but I'm preparing my war chest to throw more money at it as well on top of what I'm doing. Um, because I, the, the valuation is, is too low based on the company's financials and every internal metric being green. Like we just had a billion dollar quarter, mm-hmm. literally had a billion dollar quarter sitting on 130 million cash. We own things like Zucasa now, Showcase IDX, Success Magazine, Verbella, like all these companies are all owned under EXPI. Logically, our valuation doesn't make sense. We're just being dragged down because of the industry right now having this black cloud because of inflation and everything else. But that's the perfect time to buy. Like this is the time that people should be getting more greedy instead of pulling back. This is the time where you need to, to buckle down. But human nature is tend to follow what the crowds are doing. So if people are fearful, you're like, oh, I should be fearful. No, you should do the opposite. Right. And that's Absolutely. why I cashed out when EXP went up like 1100% during COVID. That's why I cashed out a lot of stock and put it in other things because I knew in the short term, it was it was too quick for the mm-hmm. stock growth. But now, listen, if you're, if you're listening to this right now, you should be picking up EXPI and don't touch it and look at it for five years. Give us five years to execute on the plan that we have going on right now and then come back in five years and take a look at what you have there and just enjoy the dividends along the way. It's, it's so exciting to talk about because you just never know really uh, what can happen with that. But um, as a fastest growing brokerage out there, I think it can only be all good things. I, I agree. I am willing to put my own money in, in and, I, and I am investing my own money. So I trust me, I believe in this company and it's just a lot of fun to be an owner and you get treated like an owner and having four income lines versus being limited to one just logically makes a lot of sense. And as a team owner, this allows me to do a lot of things that can change the lives of the people that I work with, which is ultimately like my number one priority and my why I show up every day is I want to change lives. So yeah, I couldn't be happier. And you know, it's funny, all the people that have made jokes along the way and stuff. I love it. Bring it on. You know, a uh, couple people, a couple brokerage owner friends of mine call it the Tupperware company. And I'm just like, love it. Keep, keep bringing it on as they keep investing in video stores that are literally losing the money. I'm literally making money and giving it to people that I care about that I work with and changing their lives. So um, make all the jokes, but at the end of the day, you know, our accounts can, can de- defer what a joke is and what reality is. Absolutely. Um, I love that. I think that's an awesome note to wrap up on today, Jason. Is there anything else you'd like to add before uh, we wrap up the episode and eagerly await a spinoff? Yeah, no, I just appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Had a lot of fun before just having some good laughs. Uh, Sorry, some of it was at your expense, but I mean, uh, please stay away from uh, from propane and, you know, just stay in your lane. You do a great job hosting. Thank you. I'll I'll be staying away from fires for a while. And uh, yeah, all good. I if you can't dish it, don't, or if you can't take it, don't dish it. Right. So, um, I'm definitely wanting to take all the teasing needed. So no apologies. Uh, Jason, I really appreciated this talk and, uh, will you be at EXPCon? I am. I, I will. I was just at the EXP Cheryl conference and I'll be in Vegas as well. So awesome. Well, I'm hoping to catch up with you there. And, uh, in the meantime, take it from me, stay away from fires and we'll be in touch. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Jason. Bye.
Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.